Hey, welcome back to the Learning Community Podcast, where every week we explore resources and ideas to maximize the impact of youth workers across our community. So what's up? We're back. I'm Josh, and we're here. Got Rachel. Hey, hey. And this week, we are rejoined by the man, the myth, the legend, Doug Johnson. Dougie Fresh. What's good? What's good? The happiest man in Tacoma. <laughs> Easily. By far. <laughs> Pandemic or otherwise. <laughs> to, what do they call it? Toxic positivity. <laughs> that would be his villain name. His villain name would be toxic yeah, positivity. Well, you've been around me more recently. You might not say that. <laughs> so we're continuing our series on conversations with kids. And this week... We're talking about... When you don't have all the answers. Yeah, when you don't have all the answers, which is why we brought Doug in. <laughs> he never has any answers. He doesn't have the answer. He doesn't have the answer. Because I am an expert at not having answers. <laughs> <laughs> you are, you are. But Doug is experienced, right? He's been mm-hmm. in this inner city ministry for 15? I've been with YFC 14. 14 years. So now, some near 20 years you've been working with kids, though. In some capacity, yeah. So can you guys talk about a time when you got one of those questions and uh, you didn't have the answer right then and there? Or maybe you you had the answer in your head, but you were like, this isn't the time to play those cards, you know? Yeah, well, <clears throat> I, I would say when I started out, I had a lot of insecurity. And so because of my insecurity, I felt like I needed to have the answers. And I felt like I put this pressure on me, not on God. So I felt like if I have if I give them the right answer, then they will turn to God or repent or wh- whatever. And, but it was on me. And I think as I got more seasoned and probably just matured <laughs> matured in my relationship with God, I realized it's not all on me. Mm-hmm. Um, God wants to use me, but it's not on me to solve people's problems. And and even if I give the right answers, that doesn't save people. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, right answers doesn't fix things all the time, too, because they still are in their process. Right. And, and so um, I would say as I, I did youth ministry longer, I became more and more and more okay either, A, not having the answers, or B, asking questions and let them sit Mm-hmm. Um, in, in some of the wrestling. So, and I, I would say that that happened a lot. I I would say this too. I feel like a question that they ask, those those tough questions, often lead us to more questions. Mm-hmm. And and it's a it's it's honestly a beautiful process. Yeah, that's and, so good. And so I think for for me, what I always want to know with a kid is where where's this coming from. Mm-hmm. What's what's beyond or right. behind this? Like, what's you know, if we're going to excavate the their soul, what, why, why do they want to know this, and what's really going on under the surface, right? And what's the root issue? Because a lot of times we we deal with behaviors, but under the behavior, there's like an issue. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, it's like a dad issue, abandonment issue, it's a mm-hmm. self hatred issue, or it's like deep hopelessness. And so yeah. we want to excavate. And get to those deep issues, and and a lot of times the way to do that is respond with a question. And, mm-hmm. and really, we learned that from Jesus. Jesus was the master of answering questions with 
probing questions. Mm-hmm. And he was okay sitting there. Right. And letting them process and wrestle. That's so good, Doug, because I think that that gets at this idea and we keep talking about this, but there's opportunity for relationship mm-hmm. in whenever these pieces come up. And so what you're describing is an opportunity to know yes. this kid, right? Yes. To me as a fresh new youth worker was a really scary question of like, I don't want to ruin relationship by being like, no, you shouldn't smoke weed. But I also yeah. like don't want to not tell them the truth. Like it feels like a really hard place to live in, but it's so freeing to let go of control and say, oh no, this is an opportunity totally. to build relationship Absolutely. and to know the story of this kid. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, your example is a great one where, of course, we, none of us want our kids smoking weed. And of course, and we don't think God wants them to either. But by asking questions too, we can get to a much deeper level of like, okay, so why do you smoke weed? And when you get to the why they're smoking weed, uh, you can uncover just some great gems into their soul totally. of you know, like why they do what they do and what's really going on and deep pains that they're experiencing. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's a great opportunity. That's all really good stuff. And I think to be able to ask questions, you actually have to listen Mm -hmm. and actually listen deeply, right? So you actually have to like be present in the midst of this hard conversation to where you can listen to realize like, oh, that's just the behavior, right? There's something deeper going on than like, Oh, why do you want to smoke weed? Because one of the the stories of a kid asking me a really tough question is I've shared this before is um, going to a cemetery with a kid his at his mom's gravesite and he asked me, "Is my mom in hell?" And I'm just like, "Bro, I don't." I mean, what do you say <laughs> to that? Yeah, that? Like, yeah. I'm really like, um, I'm not going to answer that. I'm not going like I'm right. not going to answer that, but. Like, if I listen deeply, it's like, oh, you actually have some concept of heaven and hell. And you're starting to really understand, like, God, there is right. some consequences for something. And which shows, like, oh, there's you're on this journey of faith of, like, heaven and hell is a really big concept. So you to ask me that means something. Right. But I had to, like, listen and listen deeply instead of getting – it's a very uncomfortable question. And, again, totally. most of us, I'm like – I definitely didn't answer. It's like, well, actually, by the way, that you said that your mom lived her life. I'm pretty sure she didn't. Like, right. not going to do that. That's no. Um, <laughs> not the move. <laughs> not the move. That's not going to bring relationships. Right. Uh, so I didn't do that, but I was able to ask, like, the question of, like, why are you asking me that? Like, does this, does heaven and hell make sense to you? Like, mm-hmm. and what do you think about that? But again, mm-hmm. I had to listen deeply and recognize like, oh, there's more going on than just, yeah, he's sad about his mom, mm-hmm. but he's also thinking about eternity. Yeah. Right? He's also thinking about her actions in her life and will he get to see her again? Like, and mm-hmm. if all that he's hearing from us at Sozo and that camp about heaven and hell is real, that means his mom is in one or two places. So how does he come to terms with that? Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, you have to listen deeply to right. be able to like ask good questions. Yeah. Um, Cause if not, you're going to go down rabbit holes mm-hmm. or only focus on behaviors and really miss the meat of like where they're at in the opportunity to build a relationship or mm-hmm. build a bridge. Um, I just want to add one thing too. My wife's a therapist. And she works with um, adoptive families and, uh, who have 
she works with kids that were in foster care and that were adopted. And a lot of the, the teens that she works with, um, you know, have, are just really struggling mm. and, and kind of gone off the rails sometimes once they get into their teen years. And it's made us, it's made us realize just in our own parenting, just how precious it is when your kids are asking the questions. Yeah. As long as you they keep asking the questions and coming to you, it doesn't, it, that is such a precious thing because they, that means they want to be in relationship. Mm. And so sometimes the questions can bother us, especially if they're really hard questions that we don't know the answers to or they, where are you going with this? Right. But when they're asking the questions, that means that there's a lifeline that they're putting out there. It's, and they want to be in relationship. So whatever we want to do anything we can to keep that relationship intact. Let's jump into take three then. I mean, just from that conversation that we had, I'm picking up a ton of stuff, but the one thing that stood out to me that you said, Doug was um, respond with a question and that how that, disarms i think i think it disarms the young person um and then it allows you to start breaking down where their question came from so responding to a question with a question um is a really practical step because then you're able to get under the surface Uh, we talk a lot about uh us as human beings being uh like a iceberg right and we like as youth workers our whole goal is to get that water line to lower and to continue to connect and know what's underneath um, what a kid wants to like put out to the world. And so asking good questions we know is a way to do that. But even, I think it even expedites the process when we're able to respond to a question with a question. So that's that's definitely take one for me. So sometimes we want to ask a question, but then sometimes there's times where we want to um, lead them to answers. So we, we might know the answer and we don't want to just answer with a question, but we also want to lead them in a way that they can come up with the answer on their own. So mm. sometimes like the Bible, for example, I, I had a, one of my, one of the guys I was discipling in the early Sozo years said one day, he's like, all right, Doug, I have a serious question. Does God want me to date this stripper? And, uh, <laughs> you know, and, but it was awesome because he wanted to know, he legitimately did not know. He didn't have yeah. the discernment and he wanted to do what God wanted. So I said, well, let's do this. You know, and I brought him, you know, I brought him to scripture. I said, let's, let's just open up the word. What do you think God says about it? He's like, well, I don't, I don't know. And I said, okay, well, let's, I, let's, let's just go straight to the source. And, um, I brought him to a part in Luke that talked about lust and, and how you handle lust. And, and I said, so if you're dating her, do you think you're more likely to, to stay here in this, like what, what Luke is talking about? Or do you think, or not. And he's like, yeah, oh, that's for sure lust. That's that's what it's all about. I'm like, so what do you think God wants you to do? He's like, I don't think God wants me to date this stripper. And I said, ah, you're probably right. You know, good job. <laughs> we're we're just like kids, right? Yeah. We like it when someone can lead us to the right to the answer, but not give it to us where we figure it out ourselves. We're more we're more likely to to take action on that and our kids are the same way yeah yeah and i think take three i would say uh is listen deeply but also see the questions as a lifeline for a relationship yes. um even the hardest questions are the questions that 
offend you, um, look at those as lifelines for a relationship. Oh, that is good, Josh. That changes the I mean, that's Dougie Fresh. That changes the game. I've never thought about like, oh, you asked me a question that means you want to hear what I have to say or want a relationship with me. I just like, oh, you're asking a question. So. Adding it to the parenting handbook that I'm writing. Right? <laughs> Dang, Dougie. That's that's real. That's what we're always saying as parents is like, we're just like, man, you know, we're just so glad they want to at least be with us. Right. So even if they're doing or thinking things that we don't really want, yeah, we're like, you know what, though? They still want to be with us. Mm. <laughs> so we're going to... That's right. We're thankful. You know, we're going to chalk that up as a win. Right, right. And... Uh, <laughs> Keep that lifeline open. That's what I'm talking about. That's good stuff, Dougie Fresh. Look at you. You do got the answers. Listen, he don't got no hair, but if he did, it'd be white. Okay, some wisdom. wisdom We get some wisdom up in there. Uh huh. I might need to retract my opening statement. (laughs) That's some good stuff right there. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Doug, thank you so much for coming back on the pod. Been a delight. Thank you for inviting me. It's fun to be with you guys. Hey, everybody. We just want to say thank you so much for tuning in to the Learning and Community Podcast all of 2020. It has been a wild ride this year. We can say that much. And this has been such a fruitful part of it all. Being able to connect with listeners from Pierce County to across the world has been such a gift to us. Um, And we are just really thankful to be pursuing the mission of Jesus alongside all of you. 